0: The nature of addiction, the nature of porn is that you are self-soothing, you are self-comforting. And you can't actually break this addiction until you agree that your self-comforting is destroying and ruining your life. You know, Einstein said it best, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So if you expect that you can quit this addiction by comforting yourself, using addictive methods to break an addiction isn't gonna work. Using demonic methods isn't gonna get you heavenly results. Welcome to the Matt Droget Show, where our mission is to see emotionally healthy humans go viral. Now let's face it, we all wanna live as the most authentic, created expression of ourselves that we were made to be, but we can't do that if we're coping with porn or self-sabotaging our potential. So my goal in this podcast Podcast is to get you the answers you need so you can live the life you want. Please subscribe and enjoy. is that motivation comes from meaning. So if you put an equation, this is my simple mathematical equation for a guy who barely went past math from like beyond grade 10, I didn't do math is motivation equals meaning. Motivation equals meaning. I know it's a crazy, crazy mathematical equation for you, but the the truth is, is it's real, is that the the more motivation that you want in your life to, to quit porn or to go towards any goal, rather, you're gonna need more meaning. You're gonna need something that feels a meaningful and worthy enough to work towards or to run away from. Now, let's just use marriage as an example, because if I got two guys, and this is very, very classic of the guys that I work with or the people that I talk to on a daily basis, and I got two guys and they're both married, and one wife has no clue about his porn addiction, and the other wife definitely knows and is about to leave him. Who's more likely to quit quicker? Definitely the guy whose wife is about to leave him. Why? Because there is an actual threat. If your wife doesn't know, and you think it's fine to just keep secrets and hiding, and she's never going to leave you, let's let's just say she did know even. We can use that in this equation. She knew, but she wasn't about to leave you, maybe it was like, ah, she was quiet, she was passive, or she said she didn't care, at least that's what you wanted to believe about it, is that she said she didn't care, which is obviously not true, you know, every woman's gonna be affected by this. You know, who's more likely to quit? Still the guy whose wife is about to leave him, why? Because there's actually a threat, there's something that he loses out on, there's something that he misses out on if he doesn't resolve this now. So when it comes to quitting porn, it's gotta become an absolute must. If you want porn to be quit, and you want it to be comfortable, and you want it to be convenient. Change, it's never going to happen. You know, I remember I was talking to a guy about uh, jumping into our program recently, and he's like, you know, he's like, I really want to join. He's just like, I'm just, uh, I'm just not comfortable um, with taking that that step and taking that action, you know, towards getting help right now. And I started laughing on the call. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> and I was like, dude, I was like, this makes perfect sense. I said, you have a complete misunderstanding of what you think it means to break an addiction. I said, the truth is, is that the reason why you're addicted to porn is because you're addicted to comforting yourself chronically. The nature of addiction, the nature of porn is that you are self-soothing, you are self-comforting, and you can't actually break this addiction until you agree that your self-comforting is destroying and ruining your life. You know, Einstein said it best, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So if you expect that you can quit this addiction by comforting yourself, using addictive methods to break an addiction isn't gonna work. Using demonic methods isn't gonna get you heavenly results. So trying to comfort yourself And saying that I need to be more comfortable in order to change is not possible. That's a bit of an oxymoron or a paradox, whatever is the contradictory statement. I forget between the two, is where you can't say, I need to be more comfortable in order to break this addiction because the nature of you needing to overcome this, change and comfort are in opposition. You cannot have change while being comforted or being comfortable. The only way you can have change in your life is by getting uncomfortable, the only way that you can know yourself. Is by getting uncomfortable. That's why people who are chronically comforting themselves through food, through their phones, through social media, through porn, don't know who the heck they are. And that's not a judgment. You know, there's no shame in that statement. There's just it's just an obvious fact. If you're coping and you're numbing and you're comforting yourself, you can't know who you are because you are never increasing the boundary and the container of who you think you are. So you're just bottled up potential your whole life. So there has to be a threat, which is why you know I say to guys, I'm like, hey. Your wife might not leave you right now, but I think she should threaten to. She should really consider it. And the only reason why I say that is because you're exposing a place of tolerance in your life and or hers. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I have the most amazing wife. She'd never leave me. And I'm like, that's not an amazing wife. That's a woman with low standards. If my wife were to catch me watching porn, I hope that she'd say, hey, babe, I'm going to give you like 30 days to figure this out. Knock this off now or I'm gone forever. And then I'll be like, well, you can't leave me, you know, you can't, you can't divorce me. And then she'd be like, and I'd hope she'd say, you know, actually, you're divorcing me. You've made that choice. I'm just reinforcing the decision you've already made on what your priority is. Now I get there's coping. I get there's trauma. I understand all those things for the reasons like what are truly leading us there, but sometimes it's been so long that we've been struggling with this thing for like 20 30 years most of us don't know a life that we can have beyond it because again we've gotten so toler tolerable and and comforting in the idea that this has just always been there so it has this weird familiarity of being like it's been with me as long as i can remember it feels like a friend it feels like a companion you know and we don't actually see how much this is destroying or ruining our life Or what our life is going to look like if we don't solve this now so there's got to be a threat you know for for that's for married men for for single men i'd say you know you never get into a relationship again whether this is true or not people are argue be like well i could get into a relationship. i'm like but why would you want to think that way like why would it be helpful it's not useful why would you want to be in a relationship with a woman who either knows or you're getting to hide from and then what like how do you actually win how do you get the connection that you long for how do you have the marriage that you dreamt of By fighting for a relationship where you can have this addiction coexist. That's not a relationship that I would want. And so I would make an equation for yourself where you make it an absolute must. And you understand what's going to happen if you don't deal with this. Like even just look at the time horizon, six months to a year from now. What's going to happen in your life if you don't solve this now? If you don't get a grip on this? These are consequence questions and these are really, really powerful. This is for anything in your life. You know? if, And this, by the way, is beyond just addiction. This is for any single area in your life. If you don't shift it now, this could be you know, your financial patterns and, and how you handle money. This could be in your marriage and not having date nights with your wife. I and mean, be like, okay, if we don't do this, we're gonna get more disconnected because a lot of people, we just kick the can down the road and we don't see where we're kicking it to, but this is actually gonna create a, a horizon and vision for what your life will be like, the kind of hell that you are going to be subjecting yourself to and creating and actually fabricating by your own choices, your own decisions, your own value statements, just because you don't have the foresight to look ahead, think ahead, and see the bigger picture. Because for every heaven, there's an equal hell. So is this, this isn't just about sometimes the dream you want to create, although I believe that's powerful. It's necessary to have a vision for your life. But sometimes running away from the lion is, is good enough. Most people, when they set out to create you know, a life that's truly fulfilling, they are not thinking about wanting to become a millionaire. They're not thinking about wanting to be set for life. They're not thinking about, I want to make it. They're like, I just don't want to be where I am. I'm so, so, so sick and tired of being sick and tired of being in the exact same shoes as I've always been. And I want to shift these patterns. I want to get out of it. You know, Most people are not focused on their utopia, on their heaven, on their big dream, on their big goal. They're just focused, dude, on the thing that's really bugging them. I'm like, I'm tired of being overweight. I'm tired of hating myself. I'm tired of just relapsing and hating my guts and going nowhere. I'm tired of not having forward momentum. I'm tired of living in this small town. I'm tired of being taken advantage of by my boss. I quit. Do you have a better job in mind? Nope, not at all. I just know what I don't want to be in. And so that's where we end up running from. And again, you could, you could talk about the, the the calm, the peaceful, the still waters of your life that you want to head towards. But dude, sometimes running away from that lion, running away from the lion's den, getting out of the fire is more than enough. And that's enough ammunition. And so there is a transition point. I'm going to give you a bit of insight here um, into, into what to expect, is that we can get ourselves into a mess when we keep ourselves in a state of feeling threatened in our nervous system, in our body, when there's no threat that now exists. So that's why you have a lot of people who have the yo-yo effect where they go up and they go down, they make progress and they go back is because they constantly need to feel threatened in order to make progress. Because those people who finally get away from the lion, it's calm and there's beautiful waters and they could build a life. They don't actually have true vision for their life. So they don't know how to create it because they're only used to getting quote, like I got my bunny ears on, my fingers are right now being on and taking ground and making progress when crap's hitting the fan. So most of us are really, really good at responding to, to tragedy, to turmoil, and to pain, but not enough of us know how to go from glory to glory and actually step into you know, the more and create a fulfilling life. We know how to leave Egypt quickly, right? But we don't know how to walk towards the promised land. That's why it took Israel 40 years to get to the promised land. Is because they only knew how to run and how to leave. They didn't know how to move towards and how to build. And it's a really beautiful story or even just metaphor for our lives is that what gets you out of Egypt, what gets you out of the lion's den, what gets you out of that threat of being chased by Pharaoh in harm's way, the fear of losing your marriage isn't going to be the thing to be a catalyst for you now keeping your marriage and having a fulfilling life. It's going to have to shift, but you definitely need to use the leverage that you have. You definitely need to use the motivation that you have. Again, motivation comes from meaning. So it doesn't matter, in my opinion, what you're using, whether it's positive, negative, beneficial or not, as long as it's useful, it's got to be useful. And it's not about the bigness of the catastrophe that's going to happen if you don't quit porn. It's about just how worthy of a statement it is in your mind. Is your wife leaving you and taking the kids? Is that enough? Is that enough to get you in a state of almost fear to run and make mountains move and take massive action and take responsibility and get a hand on this thing and get a grip on this thing. You know, like make your biggest nightmare come true in your mind. And that's going to be the motivation that you need to get out of Egypt, to get away from Pharaoh. And then once you're in the clear, then that's when most people never make this shift, which is why most people make a little bit of progress and change and never actually truly create a beautiful magnificent glorious impactful fulfilling life with a lot of connection and wealth and what i mean by wealth is wealth relationally wealth mentally wealth spiritually wealth in your you know career in your marriage wealth into the relationship you have with your kids because it's not just money and or financially too especially but that wealth category isn't what a lot of people know how to build into. Again, because we're used to just reacting, not responding. We're used to just putting out fires and not actually building into the promised land. So hopefully that could be encouraging to you, but I just see it happen for so many guys where... They, they think that getting free from porn should be comfortable. And I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. You're thinking, you're thinking right now, like an orphan, like a pauper. If you want to live by faith, God's not going to give you faith. He's going to give you an opportunity to be faithful. And it's going to require you get out of the boat. It's going to require you put your staff in the water. It's going to require that you get uncomfortable stepping into this thing. And that's why the Holy spirit was called the comforter. So because he knew God knew that you and I would be uncomfortable, stepping into this thing hopefully that helps send this to somebody that you feel like this could impact or be encouraging to maybe they've been trying to quit porn but they're missing their motivation and losing the meaning and the motive needed to actually put this behind them you know and just remember guys to go live this life before you leave this life